It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett Ward with the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. I, I, I assume he's going to be back tomorrow. I mean, how, how long? I mean, it, it, this must be like a marathon track meet. I mean, you know, because he started this track. He's a starter, you know. Mm-hmm. Runners take your mark, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's a star- And I'm like, okay, so h- how many days is this track meet? That's a good question. Maybe, you know, three, two. Never know with <laughs> You never Ward. know with Ward. Uh, by the way, the Bandits beat the Maulers last night 17-3. to uh-huh. I mean, just thought I'd the pass that along. The Yeah, they did. USFL. Concluding week one of the season. Did you see any of the game? So, I had full intentions of <laughs> flipping it over there. Yeah. And as I as I sat down, and I, I initially put it on USA. No, it wasn't on USA. I went to USA first because that's where the games were on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then I finally found them. I can't even remember where it was. Like FS1, I believe. And then I realized the Mavs were on. And I was like, yeah, we're going to watch the basketball. You're out. I'm out, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, what? that may be an issue as they try to build their television audience is, you know, you know, what are they competing with? Are they competing with baseball and golf and, you know, some of the traditional spring, summer type things? See, that's the thing. I, I You know, it, they did the smart thing by not – you know, matching it in football, going head-to-head with the NFL. I agree. But at the same time, I, I think they were banking on that the, the power of football in general in this country would draw eyes over playoff basketball and even the, the regular season, you know, in, in MLB. And that's just not the case. It, it's not. People are going to watch playoff basketball. They're going to – playoff hockey's about to start. You got the – I mean – you're not going to pull those viewers. Well, and you got to figure that out because pe- – and I do think they'll take – there's those hardcore football people that would watch – you know, they'd watch uh, the little electric football yeah. machine that you used to have when you, <laughs> you were seven. And it sit there and goes, you know, and the players would just spin in a circle. <laughs> there's people that would watch that over any other. And, and, and I get that. But, yeah, for me, I mean, for the most part, we're people are creatures of habit. Oh, Absolutely. And so, what what are your what are your viewing habits in the spring and in the summer? Where for me, it's golf and in in baseball. I see. I'm kind of all over the place. I I'll a lot of time. I don't even really watch TV that much, especially this time of year. But I feel like there are there are those niche people. I feel like Ward would tune in, but last night would be a bad example because he was he was he's a guy, and I want to ask him that would probably flip over and watch the Mavs as well. That that's what they're they're dealing with. Going back and forth. Yeah, going yeah. back and forth. Well, you just got to find a window uh, where, you know, hey, this is well, – but I don't know what that window is. Well, here's the thing, though, and, and that's the, this is what we're getting skewed on last night. That game wasn't originally scheduled. No, no, no. Night. It was a makeup game. So, you know, if it's Sunday, I don't know the numbers. Obviously, they were still battling with the NBA on Sunday. Right. But I feel like that kind of threw it off with it not expected. It's on a Monday night. I probably would have watched a little bit more of it if it would have been on the regular. See, I'm thinking late Sunday for the USFL, and here's why. Hear me out. Most MLB games are over with, with the exception of one, the Sunday night baseball game of the week on ESPN. I mean, you're going to go up against something no matter what. But but any outdoor – I mean, golf is – you you don't have golf late Sunday night. You know, they've – that's done. Uh, Any kind of tennis, you know – 
major tennis championships, that's done by evening. I think Sunday night is their window. What about like Saturday? I think maybe Saturday. Well, you, well, you could maybe do some Saturday too. night stuff too. Uh, and, and that's a good window. But you know what? Everybody's got baseball going on on Saturday night. Uh, you know, there's a lot of night games uh, late afternoon, you know, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, you know, late. But you're going to go up against something. So maybe the late, maybe the, that late window, that late Saturday, late Sunday is kind of their, uh, kind of their thing. So it could be. But again, if you're going to want to watch it, you're going to want to watch it. Now I'm going to tell you something. We were kind of on it a little bit yesterday. You and I both kind of agreed that we thought it was like, you know, they got to get better. But I'm listening to uh, our sister station, Fox Sports, mm-hmm. yesterday, and there was a crew that was on for um, for Dan Patrick yesterday, and I never heard of these guys. And they were on, and boy, they were. I mean, they thought it was just great. What a wonderful start! What a, you know, exciting football. Well, it was close football, and it was competitive football, I guess. But I'm not saying it was good football. I didn't think it was good football yesterday or this this past weekend. No, I mean it was. I think it was what you expected to see. You're going to have a, a few guys who flash. The defenses are going to be ahead of the offenses. And we knew quarterback play would be subpar in, in offensive lines. You know, you've got to block those defensive guys. And I think that will eventually catch up with, with the offensive line play. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the quarterback play is really what it comes down to. You know you're going to have subpar quarterback play compared to the compared to the NFL. And a lot of times compared to college football, yeah. as good as some of these young guys are. So that's really what kind of hinders the, the level of competition when you're watching it. But if you go in with an open mind knowing that, then you can enjoy some good football. Well, I was just looking. Uh, so, game one, Stallions, Generals, four-point game. Uh, game two, Gamblers, Panthers, five-point game. Uh, game three, Breakers, Stars, six-point game. And then last night's game was a 14-point game. Right. So, the scores are close, and I think that's what they want. They, you know, they want, they want a competitive balance yeah. to this thing. But, with that said, uh, at, at times, it was downright out ugly, I thought. But, you know, uh, again, if you're a football person, you had football. I mean, if, if that's what you need and that's what you want uh, to, to bridge that gap until summer camp in July mm-hmm. in the NFL, you got some stuff. It's there for you. It's there. I mean, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if this league gets legs and, and takes off. Uh, I don't know. I want it to be successful, I, and I, I gives want, you another choice. Well, that, but I really feel like that it could be used as a, a developmental league. That's what the NFL needs, in my opinion. It, it's just, it's the only, like I said yesterday, it's the only major sport who really doesn't have one. So why doesn't the NFL embrace the USFL and say, "Hey, look, fellas, here's what we can do"? You Pride, know, ego, money. I, I don't know. I mean, you and know, that's they, really the only league that's ever pushed them too. It, well, you're right. And for for a while there, they did push him. I mean, again, go back. They had Herschel Walker. They had Jim Kelly. I mean, you can go on and on. They had some terrific players uh, in the USFL. Uh, and each team had some stars. And, and and it made it to where you wanted to watch it. Yeah. Uh, so, but why does it the NFL? I, I don't know. I mean, they tried having a, quote, minor league, if you will, a developmental league with with the European league, and, and for whatever reason, that just didn't fly. Uh, you know, they're going to do some things with the XFL this year as far as doing some things kind of outside 
the norm of, mm-hmm. of football and, and see how it goes. The XFL will, will be an experimental situation for the NFL in, in those cases. But as far as just developing that minor league or that triple-A, if you will, I don't know. It it, it makes sense to me. It you does know? to me, too. I, mean, I, I just I don't know. Maybe that's why they use their practice teams is, is in a sense, their farm system. I don't know. Well, but there's not many there, no. uh, w- w- you know, in that situation. So, anyway. All right. Uh, we're, we're glad you're with us. It's uh, eight minutes after seven. We're going to get into some baseball. We're going to get into some NBA today. We've got a lot of guests on the program. You know, we told you that the spring game is coming up at noon on Saturday out of McLean Stadium, the mm-hmm. Baylor spring game. You know what's going to lead into that? A big barbecue cook-off contest. Ooh. Yeah. I'm all for that. Now, let me just run this one at you. So I was um, talking with some of the people that are that are putting it on. In fact, Paul Thorpe mm-hmm. from the uh, Baylor Alumni Association is going to join us a little later on this morning and, and give us all the details. And I was just and I said, "Hey, Paul, by the way, who's who's you know who are the judges? Listen to this now." Uh so and I'm going off the top of my head. Thomas Everett, former uh, former Dallas Cowboy, Thomas Everett, okay. former Baylor Bear. Uh, Dangerfield product, boy, he could play. <laughs> could he play? He probably still can, uh, but he's going to be a judge. Santana Dotson uh, is going to be back, and he's going to be a judge. Uh, Jovan Overshown from the uh, athletic department is going to be a judge. John, JJ, and Ricky's going to be a judge. Our broadcast team, mm-hmm. and Matt Mosley is going to be a judge from our afternoon show. Uh, and I'm sitting there going, okay. What's missing in this group? If you were to take the, the all the guys that are going to be on the radio Saturday, line them up. John, JJ, Ricky, Matt Mosley, and me. Just, just taking a look at those guys lined up. <laughs> who do you think would be would have some food knowledge? I would go with you. I would go with me too. I would. I would. Are you kidding me already? <laughs> It is, and I'm talking to, to Thorpe on the phone, and he still doesn't ask me to be a judge. That's mm. fine. That's fine. That, no, mm. it's okay. It's it's all right. So he goes and gets, never mind. How about that? You That's know, interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm like, okay. I, I see where this thing's going. Are they at least going to give you a plate still? Well, you, I doubt you don't it. even get that. Huh? No, I doubt no, it. No. I doubt it. You know, just, just throw some bones at you. Deal with it. You know, so they're going to have chicken, and I think they're having sausage and brisket. And then I think a little later on, uh, you know, and most of that's going to start cooking on Friday night mm-hmm. out in, in Touchdown Alley. And then on Saturday, I, I think there's even going to be a steak category. Are you kidding me already? There's going to be a steak category. How uh, about that? You're just going to have to sit and watch. Yeah. Mosley's over there slamming food down, you know. What would he know about a rib? Uh, not much, I don't think. <laughs> Just looking at him, I don't think much. <laughs> so that, that'll be coming up on Saturday. And, and we're going to be out there. We're going to be broadcasting live starting at 11. It's our, it's our game day live program, the spring football edition. We'll have that one for you starting at 11. And then at 12 noon, we're sending it straight to the booth. And uh, John, JJ, and Ricky will have the call of the uh, – you know, and, and, again, I don't know the format. I haven't seen the format yet. Uh, hopefully we'll get some of those details a little later on. But, you know, I, I 
help me remember, didn't like two years ago, didn't they do like a half of actual, that's like a regular football game? I believe so. Without, without the kicking game portion of it. And then in the second half, it was more like a scrimmage. I feel I, like I, that's I want, correct. I want to say that that's what they – but, yeah. look, I've slept since then. Exactly. So, uh, But that, that'll that be coming up uh, on Saturday, and uh, we'll have it all right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for uh, for Baylor Athletics. But I just – I thought you'd get a kick out of that uh, – I just Out of that judging situation. He's just over there in his sunglasses and a bib tearing it up. Look, Ricky Thompson looks like he could still go out on the field and play. He probably could. You know – and and so does JJ for that matter. And and, and all the, and I'm sitting there going, okay, the the one cat that knows groceries <laughs> is not involved in this deal. Oh, I, I, yeah, go figure. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So that'll be coming up on Saturday. Uh, let's see. Hey, last night, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. How would Baylor? approach a fifth game this week mm-hmm. how would they do well look like just looking at the box that uh that steve rodriguez and his staff said hey look here's what we're gonna do we got nine innings uh we got guys that got to throw bullpens or whatever the case may be so let's let's piece this thing together with guys that need to throw anyway right so one two three four five six guys combined to 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 to, to throw nine innings and all six threw well uh, I mean, they gave up just uh, just a, they gave up what eight hits and only one run uh, between those six. And a lot of times, it gets a little discombobulated mm-hmm. when you use so many different guys. But not last night. Baylor was able to take care of business, and uh, uh, they uh, they went at five to one last night. Now that's three in a row that they won, and they got Sam Houston uh, that they're going to take on tonight. So. Uh, they're looking for four in a row before they head to Austin to take on the Longhorns. I think you need it, you know, and that it's a great start, but you just got to finish it out right now, and then you know, take that momentum and take it into the weekend. And that's what they got. got I to. mean, uh, they lost the Thursday night game, and I think that was incredibly disappointing on a lot of fronts. Yeah, but they came back and and just demolished Kansas on Friday. Won a tight one on Saturday. Won yesterday over Lamar. They got Sam Houston tonight. And then they got the Longhorns this weekend. So they're now 19 and 17 overall. Lamar falls to 22 and 14. And I'm telling you, that's a good Lamar team. Lamar beat Oklahoma over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a good Lamar team. So there you go. Uh, and this weekend will be a a big weekend in the Big 12. You got uh, you got all kinds of uh, quality uh, you know games and TCU and Oklahoma State. <laughs> that will probably be the feature. Well, that is the feature series. Of the weekend, that's the top two teams in the league right now, or the well, two of the top three. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State's in first place, West Virginia's in second place, TCU is uh, in third place. Remember, it goes by winning percentage. But you have uh, you have uh, TCU and Oklahoma State. Uh, K- Kansas State steps out of conference play and plays Cal Irvine this weekend. Oklahoma is in Lawrence. West Virginia will visit Texas Tech. That'll be an interesting series. Tech coming off being swept. Uh, and West Virginia losing two out of three at home. So both of those teams did not have the weekends they were looking for. Yeah, but that's not a situation if you're West Virginia. You don't want to head to Lubbock not in Lubbock. a mad Red Raider team. Yep. And they play well in their ballpark. Yeah. Make, make no mistake about it. And then, of course, Baylor will be in Austin to take on Texas, who dropped two out of three to Kansas State in Manhattan. Look, when you look at the, the standings, Kansas State's won three conference games, 
two of them against the number 10 team in the country, Texas. That makes no sense to me, but no. that's what happened. So Baylor and Texas will be an interesting series coming up on uh, on uh, on uh, this weekend. So, uh, again, though, tonight it is Baylor and Sam Houston State, and we'll have the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also, Baylor softball will be in action tonight as well. Uh, and uh, we'll have that one over on our sister station, Cool FM. 7-16, 16 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are brought to you in part by Good Feet, Pro Star Rental, Big Boys Record Service, and we say hello and welcome to a brand new sponsor to the program, Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. Let's go ahead and check the weather forecast for your Tuesday morning, and then we'll dive right in here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today. It'll be a bit on the breezy side, especially this afternoon. Highs top out at 78 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight, a 20% chance of a passing shower. We drop to 65 and mostly cloudy. Very mild tomorrow, but also very, very windy with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Tax day is nearly here, and Chanel is stressing. Why do I always wait to the last minute? Her small business needs a bookkeeper to crunch some big numbers. All these spreadsheets make my head spin. None of this adds up. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. 
here at La Fiesta. Our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Seven twenty. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Ward with the day off. He'll be back tomorrow. We think if he can find his way back to Waco, he, he. I think he's in the Metroplex. You know, with his starter gun and and you know just riding around, see if he can find a track meet to start and. <laughs> you go post up in a spring football game and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, for us people that are over thirty-five, can you tell me what post up means? He's gonna check in, drop in, <laughs> hang out, see the scene. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna post up. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. Hey, from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line, I, I, I want to get to this one because I think that this is uh, this is good from the nine hundred three. Uh, for a football league to be successful, you need you need QBs that can play. There are 32 NFL teams that that take probably the best 64 to 70 quarterbacks out of the pool. The next best quarterback currently plays in Canada. For a quarterback to develop to a quality we want to watch, it will most likely take two or three years of experience. If a quarterback lights up the USFL then the NFL will swoop in and snatch him. So until the quarterback position is solved by the USFL, uh, we will have subpar offensive play. I mean, that is what it is. Spot on. I I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, uh, I I don't know if this was just happenstance, I mean, or or what the, the league, what the rules are, or how they're officiating it. But there was a lot of quarterback contact on, on on Sunday when I was watching. In fact, I saw two quarterbacks injure hands, and one I thought was broke. I yeah. mean, the way he fell. Uh, you, you saw a lot of contact on quarterbacks. Uh, you know, there and it didn't seem to me. Now again, we got one week of sample. Well, that's but it seemed to want. me that that there was. They allowed the play to, to kind of finish where the NFL would be all over that whistle. Well, see, that's probably something they want too because you have your 
I guess your average diehard football person that's always complaining about the quarterbacks can't be put a touched. dress on them. Yeah. Well, you let them get hit, and then okay, you watch them. Well, you see why you don't let them get hit because they're dropping like flies. Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, there was a couple of injuries on Sunday. Now they played through them, but uh, you know, every every time you, you look up and the trainer would be checking the, the, mm-hmm. the it, it was just it wasn't good. No. So I, I don't know if they're if the rules are different for the quarterback situation or if. They the officials have been instructed to let the play go a little longer, finish out, conclude whatever. I, I don't know. Again, we saw we we've got one week of sample, uh, so that would be something that we can kind of keep an eye on as as the uh, the league rolls along here. Uh, from Birmingham, Alabama, home of the USFL, I, I still think that's wild that uh, you know that <laughs> Just the central location and yeah. everything. Does anybody in Philadelphia know that they have a team in Birmingham? <laughs> Probably not. No. Anyway. All right. Uh, uh, 76ers beat the Raptors last night, 112 to 97. It was the Warriors over the Nuggets. Uh, yeah, easy, 126 to 106. And the Mavericks got their series even at a game apiece uh, with a 110 uh, 104 victory over Utah. They're able to hang around. Look, they, they got beat by 4 or 5 the other day. A Saturday without Luca, they win by six without Luca. Uh, <laughs> you got to think if he's there, then this is a pretty comfortable thing. Now this this series switches to Salt Lake. What do you think Wednesday night? Uh, Luca, no Luca. I think having the win and knowing that you have Game Five, and I, you don't want to see a Game Seven. You don't, especially in the first round. But it's on your home court. This gives them a little wiggle room, in my opinion, where you don't have to rush Luka back out for game three. If you take an L, you still have plenty of opportunities to bring him back in game four and salvage the series. I wouldn't be surprised if they let him sit just to rest up from that aspect. I would love to see him back on the court. Uh, I think everybody would love to see him back on the court. But if he sat game three, the way they took care of business last night, I I could see why they would do that. Well, and again, don't you – I just don't think you want to rush him back no, no matter what. I mean, because then you're you're risking re-injury, and then the whole deal's done. If they would have lost last night, he's out there. He's got to be out there in game three. And that's what, I mean, I've, I stand by that. He has to be out there in game three. But the way they were able to take care of business, you know, you, you got that win on your home court. I think it gives a little leeway to, to let him sit on game three. All right. So, in game three, I think, is coming up on Wednesday night. So, uh, in Salt Lake. Rest of the uh, the rest of yesterday's games, uh, I guess, kind of went as you, as you suspected. Philadelphia now has a two game to none lead, and uh, so do the uh, the Warriors. They have a two game to none lead, and that's why they don't know. Philadelphia fans don't know they have the football team because the, the Sixes the, are the, playing and, and playing well. So <laughs> and playing well, but you know, and, and it, I'm just wondering what kind, if any, local television, radio, talk radio coverage the USFL is getting in, in in a city like Philadelphia where where you have a, a playoff team. I'm pretty sure it just gets mentioned and swept under the rug and on about your business. They don't really – I don't think they care about that, especially in bigger cities when you have so much going on and those fan bases are ingrained. I love like cities like Philadelphia and Boston, Seattle, where you have so many teams, everybody just buys in. I don't think they're worried about the ex- USFL. 
Well, the USFL is worried about the USFL, they and they want they, they want the attention in those markets, I can assure you. Uh, 727, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. We're going to talk some college football with Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Baseball, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday at Baylor Ballpark hosting Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Sam Houston State Baseball Tuesday. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 
33 points in the fourth quarter helped the Mavericks to a 110-104 come-from-behind victory over Utah. That evens the series at one game each with Game 3 in Utah on Thursday. Two home runs by Jordan Alvarez helped the Astros to an 8-3 win over the Angels. Game 2 of that series at 7-10 tonight. Baylor baseball started a busy week with a 5-1 win over Lamar. They're back on the diamond at 6-40 tonight against Sam Houston State, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Denzel Ward has signed a five-year extension with the Cleveland Browns. According to his agent, that deal is worth more than $100 million and makes Ward the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get the latest on college football with Shahan J. Araja from CBSSports.com on ESPN Central Texas. It's 731 and we roll on here on this Tuesday morning. Tom and Garrett Ward with the day off and we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shahan J. Araja. Shahan, good morning. How are you? Welcome to Tuesday. Hey, I'm not too bad. Thanks for having me. Let's uh, I was just looking this morning at a uh, at an article you wrote about Spencer Rattler and, and his transfer. W- when you worked that article and you in, in he talked about the the situation in Norman being toxic. Uh w- when you saw that and, and when you put that together, what was your initial reaction? You know, I get it, right? I mean, I think that from his perspective, he went, he won a, a championship, a Big 12 championship as a first-year starter. He led them to a 5-0 and record, obviously. Then uh, it was benched at halftime of the uh, the Texas-Oklahoma game. So I understand his frustration, right? I mean, he feels like he did most of what he was trying to do, and he felt like, you know, that that he had a chance to keep upping his game and that he he did what he needed to do. But at the same time, I mean, I think that people around the program, people, uh, you know, certainly outside of the program, saw what Caleb Williams could do. I mean, that, that's what's really unfortunate for him about this is not that he struggled. It's that they had somebody like Caleb Williams waiting in the wings. And when you do recruit quarterbacks the way that Oklahoma did under Lincoln Riley, I mean, this is just part of the game. You know, eventually somebody comes in and, and you know, is special like Caleb Williams is. So I understand why he was frustrated by it. And I, I think that certainly – as a starting quarterback, as somebody who's won a Big 12 championship, to hear people chant, we want Caleb from the crowd, uh, you know, a freshman quarterback who hasn't really done anything at that point. I understand the frustration, but at the same time, that's kind of part of being a college football player. That's part of playing at a program like Oklahoma. And I think that he has a great opportunity to kind of rebuild his stock now at South Carolina, you know, as a place where he can kind of really be the guy. And I'm curious because I believe, isn't he from Vegas? And if so, why go that direction? Why South Carolina and not maybe head west? Yeah, I believe he's from Arizona. And so it is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is kind of interesting that he decided to do that. But he does have a a connection to Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer was associate head coach at Oklahoma during uh, some of his time there. And so there is sort of that relationship there. And I think that the opportunity to go and really have an opportunity to to be a savior at an SEC program is an attractive opportunity. The other thing, too, is that his teammate, tight end Austin Stogner, also went there. And and from the way that uh, the article was told in the SPN, it sounds like Austin Stogner kind of made the decision and sort of campaigned for Spencer Rattler to also follow him there as well. So I, I think that a lot of things kind of came together from that perspective, and, and South Carolina became the right place to go. 
Shahan, when you look at West Virginia, there's we've, we've talked about the, the disarray that's going on up there with Neil Brown and the program, but you are able to land JT Daniels, reunite him with Graham Harrell. Can they build around that, and can they salvage that program right now? Yeah, it's a big opportunity for them because it really has been the passing game that's let them down for basically all three years that Neil Brown has been there. Uh, you know, part of it is quarterback. I mean, I, I think certainly that that Jarrett Dagey had a cap on his performance, but some of it has been receiver play. Some of it has been scheme. Some of it has just been, you know, not just kind of not being very good all the way around. And so I think that they have an opportunity now between Graham Harrell and JT Daniels to really have some answers in that passing game. We'll, we'll see what the upside is because the reality is, I mean, JT Daniels, you know, he could not beat out Stetson Bennett last year. He was not the starting quarterback for Georgia's national championship team, but we've seen what he can do. We saw what he could do at USC. We saw what he could do during stretches at Georgia, including the last four games of 2020, where he looks pretty dang impressive. So I, I think that he does have an opportunity to immediately come in and raise the floor of that passing game in a big way. And when you look around the rest of that roster, I mean, they've got a great running back room. Uh, they've got a solid offensive line unit with a lot of people coming back. They've been good on the defensive side of the ball for each of the past couple of years. So there's a chance that this really works, that this really hits, and, and JT Daniels fundamentally changes what this room is. But, you know, again, he, you know, JT Daniels hasn't really played a whole lot of football in basically two years at this point and has always dealt with injuries. So we'll have to see whether he's actually able to follow through on that. Nick Saban, uh, as you write in an article the other day, uh, he had some major concerns with the NIL program. Now, it didn't hurt them in their recruiting. I mean, they still had another terrific class, but does he have some legitimate concerns in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, we've talked about it a couple of times. You know, this is the, the rule out of NIL right now, and there's not really a whole lot of rules. There's not really a whole lot of regulation. Uh, and so I think that this is kind of like the crazy time when nobody wants to get left behind. So everybody's throwing a lot of money around because they don't want to get left behind. And so I think it will settle down. I think that uh, we probably will get some legislation at some point to kind of help unify some of these issues. But uh, you know, I, I understand for Dick Saban why this is a frustration because he's kind of existed in one plane of existence for a while in recruiting, and now all of a sudden, you know, you have these things like collectives, you have these things like uh, NIL opportunities, you, you have, you know, uh, it, it's just a different way of running a program at this point. And one frustration that he mentioned is that he really would prefer to to have players kind of make equal money as opposed to kind of like bidding individually for their services. And, you know, of course, at the same time, then we're getting into a, a different type of paper play. But like, you know, I, I think it's it's going to be interesting over the next couple months and years how this does change. I mean, Nick Saban, 70, he's not slowing down anytime soon, but certainly you think within the next 10 years, things will probably look different than they do in the next year or so. So it'll be interesting to kind of see whether some of those concerns are heard, but I do agree you know, kind of getting into a real open bidding war is probably something that isn't sustainable for the sport. You know, I was thinking about it. Uh, this is name, image, and likeness for the for the individual player. And theoretically, they're supposed to manage their NIL situation. But you also, from a team and from an institution standpoint, you got to make sure that things are done correctly, don't you? 
Yeah, that's a big part of it. I mean, everything's supposed to be kind of clear through the compliance department. Everything's supposed to be above board because the reality is, right, this, this isn't supposed to be recruiting inducement. This isn't supposed to be pay-for-play. It's supposed to be stuff based on their name, image, and likeness. And, of course, you know, the, what that means can be pretty loose. I mean, the reality is if you go to a school and you provide value to them, I mean, that is your name, image, and likeness also providing value to them. So if it is through a collective or something like that, that is based on who you are at the same time. But I, I think that, uh, you know, a lot of state laws have rules about inducements and recruiting and about how that's not allowed. And certainly that sort of stuff is being circumvented right now. I'm curious to see whether that gets cracked down on in any meaningful way, but it might only happen when there is more federal legislation. And with the way things are in the, in the federal government right now, it might take a minute. So yeah, I'm always intrigued by, you know, when, when schools set up these visits and they have kids coming in, the little things they do, how about data Hogerson in Houston, man? Like, breaking out the slabs and, and pop a trunk on South Main and having all those guys coming through like that. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we obviously saw Tom Herbin be kind of the first guy at the University of Houston to really embrace some of that. And honestly, I, when you look at what, where he failed at Texas, I think he kind of lost himself a, a little bit from that perspective. And I love Dana Holgerson coming out, showing some local flavor, really embracing the community. You know, and, and we see that at other schools, but I think that Houston is such a unique city from that perspective. And uh, to, to play into that, to try to be kind of this team of the culture in a lot of ways, that's something that you're able to do as a college football program in, in the city of Houston. You know, I mean, I don't think that you can kind of get away with that the same way if you're the Texans, for example. Or, you know, so I, I think that it's such a great opportunity for them to, to tap into who they are. And, and so I think that, um, you know, this is what I think recruiting is, right? It, it is sort of saying, this is who we are. This is who we want you to be. This is what you want. Uh, we want you to be a part of. And uh, and so I love them bringing out that sort of stuff. I think that it, that making recruiting hyper-local is, is what it's all about. Shehan, uh, Baylor's going to hold their spring game this week. There's several spring games that were played last weekend and, and a lot more this weekend. In your opinion, what is the significance of that spring game, that spring event? Well, first, it is a big moment for the fans, right, because – Fans haven't seen these players play. This is an opportunity for them to get to see a lot of players who, who honestly might not even contribute this next year. You know, it's, it's a preview of the deep future in some ways. So, you know, you'll get to see some of the true freshmen come out. You'll get to see some of the, the you know, people who might be contributors in 2023 or 2024, like Tyrone Drones is going to get a lot of snaps at quarterback. That'll be something interesting to watch. Uh, we'll get to see some of that quarterback battle between Gary Bohannon and Blake Shape. And so first and foremost, I think it's a great event for the fans and, and some of the media to come out and see players that they won't have a chance to see otherwise. But, you know, I think the other thing too is it does give you a glimpse into the state of the team. It, it lets you know, okay, which players are part of that first unit at this moment. It doesn't mean that they're going to be starting in the fall, but it does mean, okay, maybe you get a chance to kind of see who's been working in that first team unit together. And I think that also it gives players an opportunity to kind of show what they've got. And for a team like Baylor that obviously is going to be replacing, you know, key spots at running back, key spots at wide receiver, key spots at safety and linebacker, 
uh, you know, seeing some big opportunities and some big games from uh, from real live action, I, I think at least gives us a little bit of a glimpse of what could come next. So, you know, look, I, I don't want to re- read too much into spring games because history is littered with people who have uh, had great spring games who never actually played meaningful snaps for a team. But I do think that it is a great opportunity to at least see what some of these players have gotten. Sometimes it does give you a little bit of a preview. Shehan, you, I want to talk about Texas Tech for a second. You know Joey. Uh, and we all knew that once he took that job, recruiting was going to amp up in Lubbock. But the number one recruiting class right now, I thought you couldn't recruit to Lubbock. <laughs> yeah, Joey McGuire is that guy, right? I mean, Joey McGuire is the perfect person to come in and, and really energize recruiting in so many ways. You know, one thing that really stuck out to me when, uh, when I looked back at Matt Wells' tenure was that they did not recruit a single four-star recruit from mm-hmm. the city of Dallas. And so, you know, for Joey McGuire, he came from that I-20 corridor. He obviously was a standout head coach at Cedar Hill, winning multiple state championships. Uh, you know, he's such a great coach, and, and he has such deep relationships there that I think that it's already started to pay off. You know, they've got four four-star recruits in this 2023 20, uh, recruiting class. Now, I, I will mention, okay, I mean, looking at their average recruit rating, they're not going to finish with the number one class. I think that we can be reasonable about right. that. But, but you know, to go and be in that top 25 conversation, maybe push for that top 20 conversation, that's huge for Texas Tech. I mean, they have not recruited like this. They've been in the 40s and 50s uh, for most of the past couple of years. So they're going to get a huge influx of talent. They've been early on kids. They've identified kids really early. Uh, and, you know, I think that heading into this new Big 12, right, I mean, I, I'll keep coming back to this over and over until it happens. There's going to be such a fight between Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, uh, and Houston as well. And then obviously SMU, who I think is still going to be very competitive. But, you, you know, it's really going to be a battle for supremacy to prove that you belong in that conversation and that you belong at the top. I mean, I think that, that TCU and Baylor have kind of dominated this 2010. So if Texas Tech can push their way in, I think that means huge things uh, with Joey McGuire at the helm. Shayhan, uh, I know you got a lot of great stuff on uh, CBSSports.com. What, what's coming up? on cbsports.com from Shehan Jayaraja. Yeah, we've got a story coming out today uh, on uh, on sort of Texas and Quinn Ewers and why he kind of provides a clean slate, but also the expectations that come with it. And then we've got some more spring game content coming up. We'll have a live blog going up on Saturday. So check it all out at cbsports.com. As always, my friend, thanks so much and uh, have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. I, I, you know, we get him about once a week. It, it, he's, it's just good stuff. Oh, yeah. I he's mean, one of the best. Just good stuff. All right, uh, let's take a second here and let's talk about our good friends at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, and uh, your, um, your presenting sponsor for game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You know, uh, at Alan Samuels, they have a huge new car and truck inventory in stock today for you. These brands are the brands that win awards year after year after year. How about checking out the 2022 Wagoneer Series 2 and 3 and the uh, 2.9 for 72 months plus $3,000 bonus cash. First responders get another $500 in savings and uh, you know you shop this incredible vehicle and it gives you uh, performance, style. Uh, It's just perfect for the family. 
and the reliability for your family, and your family deserves that reliability. It's just one of the great vehicles. They got a great selection of Jeeps. Obviously, they got the Ram trucks. It's all right there at Allen Samuels, plus a great selection of pre owned vehicles right now. And as always, they've got uh, the finest uh, service department in all of Central Texas. You're going to love working with Allen Samuels' service department. They got these techs, all they do is track what is going on with your vehicle. The, the worst thing in the world is to sit around and go, I wonder if my car's ready. What are my car? You, you don't worry about that. They're going to text, call, email, what, however you want to communicate. These folks are going to take care of you, and, and they're going to keep you in the loop on your vehicle. That's just one of the great services provided by Ted Teague and his crew at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can check them out online at allensamuelsdcj.com. It's Allen Samuels at 201 West Loop 340, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Which organization would you say respects, other than the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott the most? Is there one? Oh, I mean, I can't think of a team right now at the top of my head that has a worse starting running back. <laughs> I mean, really. I That's just... really rude. That is, I have that down as one of the one of the <laughs> meanest comments you've ever said on this show. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. 33 points in the fourth quarter helped the Mavericks to a 110-104 come from behind victory over Utah. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Utah on Thursday. Two home runs by Jordan Alvarez helped the Astros to an 8-3 win over the Angels. Game two of that series at 7-10 tonight. Baylor baseball started a busy week with a 5-1 win over Lamar. They're back on the diamond at 6-40 tonight against Sam Houston State, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Denzel Ward has signed a five-year extension with the Cleveland Browns. According to his agent, that deal is worth more than $100 million and makes Ward the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.50, we're 10 away from 8. Drive safely if you're out and about this morning on your way to work or to school. All right, uh, from the uh, Baylor Alumni Association, the Office of Baylor Alumni, we welcome into the program Paul Thorpe. Paul, good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing all right. How are you this morning? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time. Hey, a lot of things going on with Baylor Athletics, but uh, the the big thing this Saturday will will be the – well, there's a couple of big things going on, but we we have the uh, the spring football game, and I know you guys are going to be heavily involved in it. Talk a little bit about the barbecue cookoff and, and what we got going on, and and how did this thing come to be? Yeah, so you know we're looking to bolster some uh, attendance for for our green and gold game, and um, you know Coach Miranda had reached out and was asking for ways to do it, and I think he's a big barbecue fan, so he asked. Uh, Hey, what about doing a, a barbecue cook-off? We're like, you know what? Let's let's give it a go. We talked about it uh, years ago, and it never came to fruition. But I think with uh, the athletic support at office and Coach Aranda, we we got it done this year for the first annual Baylor alumni barbecue cook-off. And this is, if I understand this right, this is not just hey, let's all hang out and cook barbecue and and then go watch the game. This is an actual barbecue cook-off competition. It is. Uh, we uh, we were able to uh, um, set it up to where it is an actual competition. We'll have uh, three or four different meats that you could actually cook: um, chicken, ribs, brisket, and then we have a steak only uh, option as well. If you feel like uh, your steak is worthy of a competition, you can show up Saturday morning and, and register and, and cook a steak. So, so Paul, are you guys still looking for teams? Or are we kind of we kind of set and and ready to go? I mean, where are you at in, in that category? No, we we can still we can still take in teams um, up until uh, probably Thursday around noonish. So, if if you're interested, please come, uh, visit Baylor.edu uh, alumni connect, and uh, all the details and the rules and all that stuff will be on there. But uh, we uh, are more than welcome to still come out. Um, we have room. What are the what are the entry fees, and do y'all have any sponsors going on, or what are some of the prizes at the end? Yeah, it's, it's going to be um, just cash prizes for uh, for each uh, meet, and then also uh, the the grand champion of them all will uh, will get an extra bonus there uh, at the end, and uh, be recognized during uh, the the spring game if they so choose. They have a halftime, and um, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. 
Hey, Paul, uh, as far as just the, the spectators coming out, A, can they come out? What time would be a great time to, to come visit uh, come visit the uh, Baylor alumni tent? Yeah, anybody's welcome. Uh, we, we want it to be a uh, – like a, like a game day atmosphere, um, just like we're, we're playing in November. Um, you can show up, you know, we, we have guys showing up with smokers and, and they're cooking equipment and all that Friday evening. Um, but then Saturday morning we'll be back out there and I'm, I'm hoping you'll come out and you'll smell the food. You'll follow the smell over the alumni <laughs> tent and alley and, uh, and come see, uh, you know, we have a, we have a great list of, of judges for this competition. You know, Thomas Everett, Spencer Durango, Santana Dotson. Um, you'll have your football broadcast crew, John Morris, um, JJ Joe, Ricky, Walter Abercrombie will be out here. Um, you have Javon Overshone from Baylor Athletics, and then uh, Philip Dunn, who's the managing partner with Bubba's 33. So we have a great lineup of judges and hopefully some celebrities. I mean, Thomas Everett, the first Jim Thorpe Award winner, he'll be out there. So. Yep, uh, in the pride of Dangerfield, Texas, I'm just telling you right now, he could play, yeah. couldn't he? Wow, oh, uh, special player. Yeah. All right, but, um, hey, so so yeah, Paul, y'all, y'all come out. yeah, well, again, uh, that'll be uh, Friday night and Saturday morning, and and uh, it should just be a great, uh, as you point out, a game day atmosphere, and that's uh, that's kind of what we'll we'll create with with the barbecue cook-off. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, right. And there's uh, we have one other big event too on Thursday. We have. Sure. Uh, a, a lunch with the legend with Bryce Petty um, at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame Thursday starting at 1130. And uh, for those of you all that are out of town and not in Central Texas, we do have a, a live stream option for that event. So tune in for that. That ought to be a great a great conversation between John Morris and, and Bryce Petty. Yeah, those are always fun. Do you have some tickets yeah. still available for the event at the hall? We do. We do. We've got, we've got space available. So come on, come on in. And how do they go about getting those tickets? Do they who do they contact for for uh, reservations on that? It's the same same thing with the the Baylor Alumni Connect. It has the Green and Gold Weekend on there. It has all of our events uh, online. Um, if not, you can call two five four seven one zero eighty three hundred, and that'll get get you to the alumni office, and and they'll get you to the right person, so we can get you get you signed up. Hey, Paul. As always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time, and uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Tom, thanks for having me. We'll Talk to you then. soon. That's Paul Thorpe uh, from the Office of Baylor Alumni. And, again, Garrett, that's where we're going to be broadcasting live. I mean, it just so happened that we're going to do game day live from that tent where all the barbecue is going on. It's coincidence, you yeah. know. Absolutely yeah. coincidence. Absolutely accidental, so. huh? <laughs> it just happened to work out that way. All right, 7.56, let's bring in John Morris, the voice of the Bears. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball wins and is back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark with Big 12 honors as well. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Baylor Bear Baseball tonight here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball playing a stretch of six games in eight days. One last night at Baylor Ballpark 5-1 over the Lamar Cardinals. The Bears now 19-17 on the season. Turn around and play again tonight, hosting Sam Houston State at Baylor Ballpark. On the air at 6-15, first pitch at 6-30 tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas. And Baylor has the Big 12 Player of the Week in outfielder Kyle Nevin. Kyle led the league in hits and total bases last week, hitting 563 for the week to earn the weekly honor. And the Bears with the Big 12 Co-Newcomer of the Week as well in sophomore left-hander Kobe Andrade, who had a complete game victory on Friday over the Jayhawks with only 88 pitches. Here's Bears head coach Steve Rodriguez. It just it was just amazing when you go out there and you throw the number of first pitch strikes, and, um, you know. And I only think he struck out three or four, so it wasn't like he was like mowing them down. But the key is he just he didn't stay down the middle of the plate. He let his fastball move in and out, and uh, forcing them to swing the bat because if they didn't, they were going to be 0-1 or 0-2 right away. And so forced them to swing the bat. And then when your when your pitcher is doing that, your defense is a lot more alert and uh, ready to play defense behind him. And they did a good job of that. Well, and uh, 10 one-pitch outs, 10 first-pitch outs by Andrade on Friday. Uh, you ever seen anything like that? Nothing like that, no. Um, that's one of the things. Like when, you, when you're throwing strikes, and, and like I tell our hitters, I, I was a guy who liked to swing as well. You know, you get a good pitch, like a good swing on something. It doesn't mean you're always going to get a hit, um, but that, that was their approach as well. Go up there, and they're going to swing, and if you just throw a good pitch, uh, you got a chance to get an out. Coach Rod on sophomore pitcher Kobe Andrade, the Big 12's co-newcomer of the week. Also, in addition to baseball tonight, softball back in action this evening. They're on the road in Arlington to take on UTA on the air at 545. First pitch at 6 this evening on 101.3 FM. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time, athletic director for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I think all of the stuff that's going on right now, name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, although it seems and feels difficult, and it seems and feels like, you know, the more money you have, the greater advantage that you're going to be at, I still think there's a place and there's a way for us to shine and continue to be competitive at the highest levels. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Texas, this is Eric Burton. And I'm Adrian Casada, and we are Black Pumas. We've partnered with Don't Mess With Texas to turn up the message to keep Texas clean. 
So come on, join hands and let us be united. Let's all do our part in taking care of our beautiful state roads. It's time to step up. Together, we can keep Texas litter-free. Don't mess with Texas, y'all. Peace. Sponsored by TexDot. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday morning. We're brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, Pro Star Rental, Big Boys Record Service, and a new sponsor to the program. We welcome in Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. So uh, nice to have those folks with us. All right, uh, we're going to welcome into the program this morning uh, former Baylor Bear Blake Blackmar and Blake, good morning, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us and, and talking Baylor football. Of course, yeah. Thank you for having me. So you're a guy that's that's not that far removed from the program. When you see what Coach Aranda and the Bears did last year, how much pride did you take in in that success that that occurred last year with the conference championship and the Sugar Bowl championship? Well, I think I speak for a lot of guys in a similar position as me and a lot of alumni in general and that we were extremely fired up. It really felt like, you know, when losing, we were part of a, re- of a rebuilding process with Coach Rule. Coach Rule moves on, we get in Aranda, and you really, you know, as someone who went through several coaching changes, you really don't want to see everything that you had worked for get stripped to the bone. And I think you really just see – success built upon the previous success that we were there. You know, we helped lay a foundation that's only gotten stronger and the brand has been built back better and stronger than ever. And it's just super exciting to see. It's super, uh, it's just awesome to see how much buy-in there is from the new players, from the existing guys, from the staff that was retained through the coaching change. And it's just, Baylor is a great place to be and it's fun football to watch. As a former offensive lineman, how would you see yourself fitting into this this wide zone scheme that Coach Mateos likes to use? Uh, me, me and Pat Lawrence and a couple other O-line buddies, we all talk about this scheme looks extremely fun to run. It's downhill, hard-nosed football. The pass blocking looks pretty smooth. You know, there's a lot of flat sets. You're not being asked to do a whole lot of deep, vertical, long pass protections. It's, it looks simple so that you can play aggressive and fast, hard-nosed football, you know, RVO, and it just, it looks awesome. I've met Mateos once or twice. He seems like a great coach, great dude. Uh, and so, I, and I still talk with Connor Galvin and some of those other guys a little bit, and they have nothing but good things to say about it. He's, Connor's always sending me, probably about once a week, he'll send me a couple of highlights or clips from film of him or running backs or just someone getting a great block, and it's it just fires me up. You, you mentioned it a minute ago, but I want you to, to talk a little bit about it. Uh, what Coach Aranda and this staff and this football team has got going, this is something that can be sustained long-term, isn't it? I think so. You know, you have – when you have buy-in from players this quickly, you know, because anytime there's a coaching change, right, you're going to lose guys to the transfer port, especially nowadays with the trans- being able to transfer is easier than ever. So you're going to have a higher influx of guys coming in. You're going to have more guys leaving. You're going to have more turnover at positions, establishing 
strong leadership is going to be a little more challenging. You've got this weird COVID thing where you've got some guys that are like on their sixth year. You've got some of the younger guys who you would think would be getting kind of hosed because now there's a dearth or there's a bonus year for a lot of these older players. So it's harder to get playing time. But in my experience being around the program, it just seems like everyone is extremely bought in. It shows on the field. And, of course, success, is e- it's easy to buy in success, right? But you go from the COVID year where it was the shortened season, and I don't think anyone was super pleased with how it went. And to this season, in order to get that, you have to get a lot of buy-in to have that kind of rapid success. And now you're just compounding it with all these new transfers and recruits, and it's a great time to be a Baylor Bear because people believe in Aranda. They believe in the coaching staff he has in place the strength staff, everyone has something to prove, and it's great. It's awesome to be around. Blake, before we get into the barbecue, man, I got to know, USFL got started. Did you have time to check it out? And if you wanted to, could you play in the league right now? Uh, I, You know, I'm trying to uh, get to the point where I don't look like I could still play. I'm trying to lose <laughs> some weight, but uh, I like, like you mentioned, the barbecue. I like to uh, – I like to cook, and of course, I've got to taste. I've got to make sure I'm putting out good product. So uh, I, uh, I still work. I just got back from working out, and I still feel with a solid six weeks, eight weeks training camp, I could probably, I could probably play a little ball. But I'm not, I'm not that interested in it. I, uh, <laughs> I did watch a couple highlights of the USFL, and you know, it looks interesting. I, I catch up with a couple of Baylor guys that are playing in it, but. I, uh, I'm pretty good to barbecue, work the day job, and be a weekend warrior, you know? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say you have a passion for Baylor football, but you also have a passion for barbecue. How did that start? Yeah, so I really, you know, growing up, you know, my dad my dad was a great cook, but he only really could cook on weekends because of work, and we always were on the grill. And so that was kind of what I was familiar with, and then I go to Baylor – and we didn't actually have the athletic dining hall at that point. And so it was, you had to go eat, you had an unlimited meal plan or whatever at any of the dining halls. And the nutritionist at the time, when I came in as a freshman, she basically said, you guys are never going to have worked out this hard. We need you guys to eat five times a day, all this stuff, right? And, you know, transitioning to college, college workouts, all this stuff. A little stressful, you know, you get there. I got to college before I even graduated high school technically i did a week of college workouts and class and they went back to graduate high school and that's not uncommon and so i was stressed out so she said eat five times a day and i said well i could do that and <laughs> i like 15 pounds in like two weeks and they were like oh whoa slow down there big boy so uh i got you know i got a self-imposed diet there in the first month at baylor and that meant no going to the diet or i didn't want to go to the dining halls because all the healthier food wasn't really that appetizing. So now I'm cooking for the first time and I'm calling my dad because there's no grill. And I'm like, you know, how do I cook, you know, even simple stuff like how do I cook sausage and indoors and not on the grill? So I started learning that kind of started developing the passion for cooking. I got a grill. And then when we went through the coaching change of browse to growth to rule, that was, you know, that was kind of a tough time, and I really kind of stepped into grilling and barbecue as a, a way to relax, get guys to come over and hang out, you know, have a just a just a way to relax. And then after I kind of transitioned out of football, 
I really replaced bar I replaced football with barbecue. You know, now I'm watching you instead of watching film, I'm watching YouTube videos of other guys cooking and you know, always taking notes. In the last my senior fall camp, there's a picture floating around of me in the training room getting my ankle iced or something and I'm reading Aaron Franklin's barbecue book instead of my playbook, you know, just <laughs> because uh it really became a passion that's grown and grown from there. What I, you're always posting terrific food on on social media, but what's the one thing you tried? Like, what was your biggest fail? We know all the successes. What's the biggest failing at cooking that you attempted? Um, well, I think the very first I got an Oklahoma Joe smoker in, in college, I think my junior year, and I was super excited. And the very first thing I tried to cook were beef ribs, and they weren't like. You know, I wanted to get those big beef, you know, dino bone ribs. Mm-hmm. It, back then, they didn't have made HEB, so I just got the, the thing that said beef ribs, and they were like the loin back ribs. So, basically, it's where you cut the the bones that would be on, like, a ribeye roast. You cut those off, and there's just a little bit of meat in between the bones. And it's really, like, I mean, they're tasty, but it's not a, uh, it's not a primo cut or anything. And then I... Through all the through all the charcoal and all the wood I could on the smoker and it you know just blasted them dirty smoke and they came out black as hell and I just <laughs> from there and really figure out what I did wrong but I say that first I say my my dad and my sister were over and we all ate and we're like yeah that smoked all right <laughs> <laughs> I think that very first cook on the on my offset was uh, pretty uh, questionable questionable integrity. All right, this this weekend with the uh, the spring game uh, taking place at uh, McLean Stadium, there's going to be a, the, the first annual big barbecue uh, cook-off with the uh, Alumni Association. And, and uh, this is, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. This is not going to be just for fun. This is a legitimate competition, and I would imagine that uh, you guys are going to take this very seriously. Yeah, you know, it was uh... – I've been obviously having a lot of fun barbecuing and getting plugged in with tailgating and all that, you know, something I never really got to experience up until the last couple of years. And uh, this idea was kind of Robin Jones's baby. And then, you know, through the uh, alumni association, we got into, uh, we got into contact and started making this happen. And so we're essentially structuring this like an actual barbecue competition that there are several governing bodies out there like KCBS and CBA and there's a couple others and they all have pretty similar rules we're not associated with any of them because as you go to those competitions depending on where you play you can get points and everything and it seems like a pretty big uh, kind of a big hassle to get associated with them but we didn't model the structure of this competition based off those existing uh, structure. So it, it should be pretty serious. You know, I'm, if anyone, you know, cause brisket, cause we also want the turn in time to be done before the game, the game's at 12. We also want there to be enough time for people to hang out, talk, and then go into the game. So turning in brisket at, you know, 10, 10 o'clock in the morning, that means you probably got to start. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm going to start on Friday afternoon as soon as they let me in. So, uh, it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting, but I think it'll be a good way to, to help develop a core crew of guys and get some morale going and help encourage people to come to the spring game and enjoy the atmosphere. So you're obviously a competitor. I'm, I'm assuming in your mind this is yours to lose, right? 
Uh, I don't know the full. I don't know who we've got. I know we've got some heavy hitters in the competition, but I do know that as far as social media and all that, I think they're going to be. Uh, if if I don't do well, people are going to be a little disappointed. Are you wanting to start up like your own shop, your your own your own restaurant? And I mean, I was seriously thinking about the other day. Like, is could there be a point in time where, like, within the next decade, we're rolling up to Baylor Concession Stand grabbing some some barbecue from Blake? You know, I it's something that. I think about a lot because, you know, I have a, I've got a little family now and I've got a house and I've got all this stuff. And this is really something that I do as a passion, but I think that is kind of the, I don't know what the end picture is, but I think I do want to end up doing something like that. You know, right now I just catered a uh, Easter brunch for a church and we cooked for like 170 people and it was awesome. And, had brisket breakfast tacos and pulled pork benedict and pork belly burnt ends. And it was, it was a lot of work, but it's so much fun. And I love serving people. So I think somewhere along the lines, I'd like to get a bigger, a bigger rig, get some higher capacity, be able to do, I'll probably do more catering type stuff. And eventually I'd love to get something set up there in Waco and be able to do barbecue on the weekends. And uh, it'd just be, you know, that, that, I think that's the eventual goal. Blake's on the brasses. <laughs> there you go. Hey, hey, Blake, we appreciate it, man. Now, we just so happen to – we're going to do our pregame show from from out at the uh, the barbecue cookoff. We just – you know, it just worked out that way. N- nothing really sure. – pl- you, you know how that goes. Uh, so, we, lo- we look forward to seeing you this weekend and, and being a part of it. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. And, and thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to get you guys a couple of ribs or some brisket for your brisket. Now we're talking. That's exactly what we're talking about. All right, man. Hey, thanks. Have a great day. We'll see you this weekend. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Have a good one. Have a good one. That is uh, Blake Blackmar, former uh, Baylor offensive lineman. And, uh, man, he is uh, – you, you could tell. <laughs> this, oh, he's in it. This, this, is, this is the real deal for him. So, should be fun. He cooked like some 72 days. Did you hear day- the man say, I'm going to hook you up? Yeah. Yeah. But he, dude, did you see the steak he cooked the other day? It was like a 72-day Nolan Ryan prime with an ostrich egg. and Holy moly, I mean, really? He, he does it big. All right, so there you go. That And, again, if, if you're coming out to the spring game, and now if, now if you weren't coming, you may want to now. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, because there's going to be groceries and, oh. Yeah, Pretty can't fair. wait. You bet. All right, then we're going to talk some Ranger baseball. Rangers were off last night. Uh, man, it's just it's a struggle. Jeff Wilson, uh, who covers the Rangers on a day-to-day basis, is going to join us and talk Ranger baseball next on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today. It'll be a bit on the breezy side, especially this afternoon. Highs top out at 78 degrees. Mostly cloudy skies tonight, a 20% chance of a passing shower. We drop to 65 and mostly cloudy, very mild tomorrow, but also very, very windy with a high of 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action Tuesday on the road to take on UT Arlington. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Tuesday 
for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. All right, day 20, 20 minutes after 8. Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tuesday morning with Tom and Garrett. Ward has the day off, and we welcome into the program uh, Jeff Wilson. First of all, Jeff, talk to me about the, the, the new site and, and get us up to speed on the, on the new website and all that good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm no longer doing my work on Substack. I am at rangerstoday.com. Uh, same price, five ninety nine a month, sixty dollars a year. Same stuff. It's just now an actual website. So, um, 
same, yeah, like I said, it's, it's the same stuff. It's just somewhere else. And RangerCity.com is the place. Uh, and I was just looking at it uh, just a few minutes ago, man. Uh, it, obviously, just good stuff and uh, great in uh, great information on the Rangers. Let's talk about this two and seven start. Uh, we ran some audio after the game the other day from Woody in, in, in his disappointment. You know, he said something to the effect of, uh, you know, the first few losses, they were, a, a, you know, a hit away, a swing away, a, a pitch away. But he felt like the last couple of ball games, they really didn't play very well in any phase of the game. I, I know it's an incredibly small sample size, but any concern on, on – the manager being down on his ball club after, after just a couple of th- th- those two ball games. Well, the, the thing about Chris Woodward is he wears his uh, he wears his emotions on his sleeves, and so you you know like after a win you'll hear him say, "Well, this guy's the best player ever." You know, you remember him saying a couple of years ago, Joey Gallo was the the best player in baseball, and then he ended up from that point on hitting like 150 the rest of the season. So, Chris Woodward. He, he, he'll get a little carried away, but uh, he's, uh, you know, he, he's right, though. I mean, these, these guys uh, played really bad Saturday and Sunday. There, there's no doubt about it. Um, and, and really, um, up until that point, they, they'd been in every game. They'd had a chance. I, I think a lot, I think the areas of concern are the, are the bullpen. Um, it's, it's overworked right now because uh, just the way the spring went and, and starters are working short, but uh, they have 11 guys down there, and I don't, I don't know if any of them has pitched particularly well. Um, so that's a concern. Uh, and, and, you know, the starters are going to get built up, and when they do, they got to be able to execute. So I, I think right now it's, it's pitching more than anything else. And speaking of that, so how talk about the impact that uh, Gray's going to have, John Gray's going to have when he comes back to this roster. Well, you know, he, he's, he's obviously they got him for a reason. You know, they, they like his stuff, uh, power pitcher uh, from Colorado, so they think get, getting him out of that environment is going to help him. Um, and, you know, before before his blister uh, you know, split or whatever blisters do on opening day, he'd toss three scoreless innings So again, against a terrific Toronto lineup. So that that's encouraging. You know, he, now he's not going to, you know, his buildup has been delayed a little bit, so he – you know, maybe they get five innings out of him tonight if he if he pitches well and is efficient. But um, I, I I think that that he's the kind of guy with the kind of stuff, and and you've seen it at times in the past where he could he could kind of set a tone and 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 lead by example and show the rest of the guys what they need to do to to be better. Jeff, we we've we've talked about this roster and uh, just how different it is from a year ago. And one of the things that's, you know, it's kind of an intangible, one of the things you don't talk a whole lot about is is the chemistry uh, with, with the ball club. Because this group hasn't been together uh, very long, could there be some chemistry issues that may trickle out onto the field? I mean, is this still a group trying to figure out who everybody is and, and, and how they belong and where they belong? Well, to, to your point, you know, there was a spring training was short. And, uh, you know, by, by two weeks and, and really you know you, you could say two and a half just you know guys guys usually show up early they usually have exhibition games after the season so um, yeah I mean and I, I think that I think that is important time for new guys to, to feel uh, a, a part of something but uh, the, despite the newcomers most of the team 
uh, returned from last year. Uh, the entire, not the entire coaching staff, but the majority of the coaching staff is back. I don't, I don't know that chemistry is necessarily an issue. Uh, I think that um, it, it's just they, they, they just played bad, you know. And uh, you know, it, I, if if chemistry is going to be a problem, I would think on the field it would be up the up the middle with the new double play combination. But they'll figure that out because they're they're veterans that have been around a while. Maybe the new catcher trying to Mitch Garver trying to trying to get to know the pitchers. But otherwise, I think that that when you walk into the clubhouse, you know, and, and when you see them do their pregame work, it's it's pretty solid chemistry wise. We talk about it all the time, and again, uh, you know, baseball good teams are going to win a third. They're going to lose a third. What do you do with that middle third? Uh, Are are we? Should we? And I know we're all frustrated because you know we were you know looking for a better start than what we've seen. What one and five at home or something like that? Should we? What fifty games? I mean, forty games? What's what's in your mind? What's the magic number where we need to just kind of relax and and not evaluate this team really? until they get to a certain point in the season. Yeah, you know, I think you got to get through through this month. Um, you know, cuz they're they're playing on different rules. Every team has has expanded rosters. Uh and the teams that have more depth maybe have have taken advantage of that better than than the Rangers have. Uh but I I, I think that, you know, by by May 1 when the rosters are back to 26, all the starters will be felt will be built up. Uh, hitters will probably have their their hundred at bats, and that's that's the old uh, the old Ron Washington measuring stick. Is after a hundred bats, you, you should you should be in good good enough shape to to go forward. And so uh, I, I I think I think that's the the best barometer. So so get this road trip over with uh, the start of the the next home stand, um, and it actually ends May first. So that's that's probably that's in my mind where where you you got you got to give them a little breathing room. I've been trying to think about this roster and just looking at it. Obviously, you've had a lot of change and everything, but is Adolis Garcia, is he like a cornerstone player that you can? the Rangers are hoping to build their franchise around? No, I don't think so. Um, and I think that the move they made, you know, loading up on position players this offseason uh, is, is kind of an indicator of that. Um, look, you know, when, when, it, when it's all there, when it's all put together, he can be a, a really – dynamic offensive player and he's a really good defensive player but there's still some inconsistency there um as you know and it's not just because he's hitting 152 if you if you take it back from really july 1st last year to to this point there there's some there's some definite definite trouble uh troubling things going on there some red flags and um you know it looked like it looks like based on spring training in the first nine games that he's He's cut down on on the chase and is trying to stay in the strike zone. Uh, the question is, is he getting too passive at that point? So, um, but but no, I, I don't think you can say that Garcia is the Rangers' starting right fielder for the next ten years and and uh, you know give him a, a, a big contract extension. He, he's got a lot to prove. Is there a guy on this current roster that you say this is our guy? This is who we build around. This is the leader, uh, both on the field and in the clubhouse. Is that is that guy on the roster right now? You know, I I, I really like Nate Lowe. Um, I, I know he hasn't hit a home run yet, but he's batting around three fifty. Um, he's a he's a he's a guy who loves the game. He's he's still a young guy. You know, last year was his first full season, and he kind of survived it. 
Um, he, he's got the right kind of temperament. He, he doesn't, he doesn't freak out. You know, he, he, he stays, uh, he stays within himself. And, and I think he's got a chance to, to be a, a solid major league first baseman. And you know, he's young, so they've got him under control. So I, I would, I would say if there's a guy who isn't Marcus Simeon or, or Corey Seager, it's, it's him. Final thought for you and, and forgive me, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, do you see a scenario at, at any point this season where JD and or Woody could be in some trouble? No, I don't. You know, um, this is this is the plan that ownership signed off on. You know, that it's not like they're just uh, uh, winging it every year. This this plan got put into place in, in 2020 uh, at the trade deadline. Um, you know, they started trading away pieces, started adding minor league talent. And uh, honestly, even even with last year's 102 loss season, you could say that was by design. And they've actually done a really nice job. Now this this year, I, I think people have have a misunderstanding. This is still a rebuilding year. I know they spent half a million dollars or half a billion dollars in free agency on position players. They they wanted to wait on pitchers until this next offseason they want to give the guys in the system a chance to develop and then see where everything's at so um i I know that the the spending made it look like the rangers were going to contend this year but even even club officials have said 2023 is probably the year they're not going to make up 40 games in the standings this year no matter no matter who they had signed so um yeah i i think there's i think both guys are safe i think they're part of the long-term the long-term plan that's in place. It's getting close to the end, but it's not there yet. All right, Jeff, we appreciate your time as always. Tell us where we can find you now. Let, let us know. Okay, rangerstoday.com, $5.99 a month or $60 a year. So rangerstoday.com. Great stuff. Great read. Hey, Jeff, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Fellas, thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye. That is uh, Jeff Wilson uh, from Rangers Today rangerstoday.com and again uh, i've got it it's great stuff if you're mm-hmm. a baseball guy and you like or gal and you like to follow the rangers this is a this is a must-have and i mean a lot of the things that we just talked about is that is stuff that i've read from jeff over the last few days so you're, you're gonna like it instead of going to Substack, you just go to rangerstoday.com and, and get yourself signed up all right uh 831 this is game time here on espn central texas we're gonna talk to uh jerry hill we'll talk to jerry next on ESPN Central Texas. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? 
Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At The Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only The Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 33 points in the fourth quarter helped the Mavericks to a 110-104 come from behind victory over Utah. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Utah on Thursday. Two home runs by Jordan Alvarez helped the Astros to an 8-3 win over the Angels. Game two of that series at 7-10 tonight. Baylor baseball started a busy week with a 5-1 win over Lamar. They're back on the diamond at 6:40 tonight against Sam Houston State, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, is at UTA for a 6 o'clock first pitch. That game can be heard on Cool 101. Denzel Ward has signed a five-year extension with the Cleveland Browns. According to his agent, that deal is worth more than $100 million and makes Ward the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Studios, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett Ward has the day off, and we continue on the program as we welcome into the show Jerry Hill the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor University and Baylor Bear Insider. Uh, it's a view from the hill, isn't it, Jerry? And how's that view looking down on, on us little folks here this morning? <laughs> on, on my little little peasant friends, yes. <laughs> uh, I always say it's a cloudy view usually. So, uh, today's pretty good, though. Today's a good view. So, uh, busy week, obviously, with uh, in, yeah. in Baylor Athletics. Got a yeah, – Baseball team got a nice win last night. And, you know, don't look yeah. now, but that's three in a row as they get ready for yeah. Sam tonight, getting uh, ready to move into another big series with the Longhorns this weekend. 
Yeah, and I, I I do think you know every win is important right now, Tommy. I mean, you know that, and and I think the fact that they were able to win that Kansas series and then come back and and you know uh, really kind of piece things together, um, you know, got enough innings from everybody that uh, you know, I mean, that, that was a really well pitched game. I mean, I think they gave up maybe eight hits, but uh, you know, really did a good job getting out of some trouble and and beat them 5-1. And, yeah, like you said, they got Sam tonight and then Texas this weekend. Um, and, and, you know, Texas at one point looked invincible, and now they're 6-6 six and six in conference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go in there and win that series, and you're you're kind of nipping at their heels. So, um, I, you know, I think maybe there's, uh, you know, a little – it's strange. I mean, there's probably a little encouragement from that. Um, but then again, uh, Kansas State was the one that won that series from Texas, and and you still got to play them, I believe, on the road. So um, yeah, it's there's still a lot of baseball, but like I said, I think right now every win is important. We were looking at that Kansas State series. Kansas State has three conference wins, but two of them are against Texas, so those are nice RPI wins. And it tells you that if you play well, then uh, then beating this team is is very much in the cards. Yeah, I think, you know, the key is going to be the pitching, you know, mm-hmm. as it always is. And, and if you've got Tyler Thomas back, if you've got that weekend rotation that's, that's you know, done a pretty good job, I, I think if you have that rotation uh, going against Texas, I think you've got a shot. Um, because Tyler Thomas, I think, gives you a shot every time he goes out. Will Rigney has kind of gotten to that point. And Kobe Andrade ha- is coming off a really good performance, uh, you know, complete game. You never see that anymore. Um, yeah, when he got to 80 pitches, I was like, well, this is when they're supposed to take him out, right? You know, so, um, but he pitched a complete game, you know, in that 19-2 to two, uh, win. So, yeah, I think if those guys are all ready to go, I think you've got a good chance against Texas, or at least you go in there with knowing that you can compete with them. And, and Texas is a team, beyond their starters, they're, they're struggling trying to find somebody to, to throw strikes. Yeah, that's exactly right, Tommy. And, and and so, yeah, I think you go in, even though it's on the road, I do think you go in with some confidence. And, you know, again, you've won three, and hopefully, uh, you know, if they win tonight, that's four games in a row, and you've kind of gotten back on track. Uh, and, and you look back, and, man, there's so many games that you kind of kick yourself because, you know, really you could be sitting here, I would say, at like seven and five, in conference and you'd be in really good shape and, and probably in great shape to make the NCAA tournament. Um, but, you know, some of those games, you know, bit them. And, and actually I think Sam Houston was one of those that uh, they played on the road and, and mm-hmm. they had a late lead and lost that one, you know, an extra inning. So you'd like to get a little, you know, uh, you'd like to avenge that game and, and, and win tonight. Jerry, I, I want to take, talk about basketball a little bit. Jeremy Sohan enters the, the NBA draft. We all kind of saw that one coming. And then the next day you get another overseas commit from Miro Little and from Finland. How does Scott Drew go about balancing the, the talent that you're recruiting in and not letting this become a situation where you have one-and-done guys who kind of kill the momentum? Because Baylor's success has really been predicated on getting old, staying old. And we've seen you know Duke, Kentucky, these other programs kind of go down that rabbit hole and fall off. How, how does he balance that? Yeah, I think uh, he has done a good job of just holding on to guys and getting some of the transfers that already, like a, a James Akinjo, you know, that had already played a lot of basketball. So I think you keep trying to get those guys that have experience, whether they're with you or, or, or they've been somewhere else and they have experience. So I think that's 
the balance you try to keep, uh, you know, you're not going to turn down one and done. Uh, you, you don't want to live on that. But um, I think they knew, you know, when they recruited those two guys, Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan, that there was a good chance that they could go after that first year. And, and but got a year out of them. So, I, you know, I think that is a balance that you have to keep. But you don't you don't want to build a program. You don't want to have a program that's all one and done because then you're just doing it every year and trying to, you know, hopefully you get all the pieces together and, um, so I, I think the way that he's done it, and I believe this is, uh, you know, Qu- Quincy uh, Miller, I think, was the only other one that had gone one and done, and he really wasn't ready when he did. So, you know, these, these are really only the second and third one and done guys that he's ever had. So, you know, it's not like he has a, a tradition or, you know, a pattern of doing this. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, they're one and done for a reason. Right, <laughs> because exactly. they could play at a very high level. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you're not going to turn them down. Yeah, like if they want to come here, and you, even though you know it may only be one year, I, I think you take that one year. You just got to plan for it, and then know that you know you're going to have a couple extra scholarships available that next year. All right, Jerry, I, I got to know. Uh, Saturday during the spring game, learning yeah. learning the depth chart. Or finding out who wins the brisket competition. Where, where's your priorities? I mean, the key is the brisket, right? I, <laughs> I mean, think that's, so. That's where it's most competitive, I would think. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you got guys going against guys, you know, your own team going against each other in the spring game. But, you know, I think there's some serious competition in this, uh, you know, cook-off deal. So, um, that'll be interesting to see. You know, who brings it? Who brings their A game? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I've, I've – this thing is going to be serious. Make no mistake about it. They're there to win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it should be fun Saturday morning. I did see that uh, Blake Blackmar is coming back. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a grill king right there. Well, I mean, we just uh, had him on the radio just a minute ago. Yeah, even even when he was here. I mean, that he was really known for that. And, and uh, you know, I know that when we talked to him at one point, he was talking about all his, you know, favorite rubs and, and this and that. I mean, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I'm telling you. <laughs> What are you, seriously, what are you looking for out of the spring game this weekend? Out of the spring game? Yeah, you know, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it in terms of, you know, are they actually splitting up, you know, green and gold, or is it just, you know, kind of another extended practice, you know, where they're going offense versus defense. My my guess is that it's going to be that way, just because, I mean, you get into some injury situations this late in spring, and, and it's going to be hard to, to get, you know, two full squads there and, you know, have you know, seven or eight offensive linemen on each team. So I suspect that it's going to be offense versus defense. But I think you just want to see, you know, continued progress that like you have, you know, through the spring and, and see who kind of emerges in terms, you know, we've talked about running back and receiver, who who emerges from that group. You know, I think you've seen guys kind of step up, Tay McWilliams and Craig Squirrel Williams at running back. But who are the receivers that are really going to, you know, take hold of those positions because I think those are the ones that are really up for grabs. So you look for things like that and, and, and you look for playmakers. You know, defense last year was built on playmakers and, you know, who are those guys now? Um, I think they've got a lot of talent on that side of the field, but who are those playmakers that are going to replace the, you know, the Terrell Bernard, the Jalen Petrie, the JT Woods? Who are those guys that are going to fill those shoes? Do you think once the dust settles Saturday, we're going to know, like, Orlando and them will announce who their starters are going to be? Or is this something you keep close? Because we, we've talked about it numerous times on here. Like, 
coaches really have lost power regarding the transfer portal. Is that something where you keep it close until the fall and announce because you don't want guys bailing? Or, or what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, he had said from the beginning that he hoped to name a starter at quarterback by, by the end of the spring. I don't know that you do. And, and I, you know, just from what I've seen, it's been very even competition. And, and like I said, I know we talked about it before, but I like the fact that he's put them both behind the one and the twos just, you know, cause it is more apples and apples. Cause if you put Gary Bohannon behind the ones and with the ones every time, and you put Blake Shapin with the twos, that's not even competition. You know, that's not uh, apples and apples. So, I like the fact that they've done that. Now, I, Garrett, I'll go back to last summer. Um, I remember going to Big 12 Media Day, and Tom, I, don't, I think you were up there. It seemed like mm-hmm. maybe all but two or three positions were oars. So even at that point, they didn't, you know, <laughs> either they weren't revealing it or, or they didn't know mm-hmm. who all their starters were. So I suspect it'll be a little bit of that same thing. And there's probably some gamesmanship in that as well. Not, you know, not wanting everybody else to know what you know. And Jerry, do we do we do we buy do we do we when we see the spring game Saturday, mm-hmm. do we take anything from who gets more snaps with the ones and who gets more? It, does that mean anything to you on Saturday, or is it just Not the fifteenth yeah. practice? Yeah, I, to me, that's all it is. You know, and I, I don't know. Like I said. I'm I'm not in their, you know, coach's room or whatever, so I'm not sure exactly what their mindset is. But to me, just, you know, listening to them, I think it is just another practice, another opportunity for them, um, you know, to get a look at these guys. And, and, and again, no, I don't take anything away from, you know, if Gary Bohannon takes every snap with the ones and Blake takes every shot – snap with the with the twos I'm not going to take too much from that but I I I suspect that again like it has been for you know uh, will be 14 practices by then um, I I think it's just going to be evenly split and they're they're still taking a look at those guys hey what do you got uh, coming up on uh, in the Baylor Bear Insider yeah Tom uh, you talked about a busy week and I was thinking about this uh, before I came on and and you know we have four conference championships in the next week um, women's and men's golf starts this week women's and men's tennis will be up in Fort Worth so yeah I mean that's that's one of the things we're looking at four conference championships uh, and I'm also wrapping up a, a magazine that uh, hopefully will come out uh, the first of next month. So, and there and there's a track things. meet too this weekend, isn't there? There's is a track meet on Saturday, <laughs> and I will be heading over there after football. So, and then baseball's down in Texas. So, yeah, and softball's here against, I believe, Texas Tech. So, yeah, that, I, I I just got to pick and choose where I'm where I'm gonna be. There's, <laughs> only, one of you, there's only one of you. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you later. Jerry Hill from uh, the Baylor Bear Insider and the uh, Director of Sports Journalism for Baylor University. It's 848. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. If you are in the market to sell your home, contact our friends at the Brokerage House. They'll sell your house in five days or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you uh, you agree upon before listing the home. You see, the Brokerage House and Aaron Ryan have a, uh, have a uh, proven program that will generate offers above market value and multiple offers on your home. Sound interesting? You want to know more? 5daystosold.com. The numeral 5, 5daystosold.com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday. Hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse, think it's gonna happen. any excuse not to come on. To skip us, to <laughs> yeah. avoid us. Yeah. Going to pretty great Something minor like right? not being Big 12 commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to do the program. You Probably. think it went so far as him to say, I'm not doing that interview. How can I get out of it? I know, I'll resign my job. <laughs> John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. With rates predicted to rise, I can refinance my car loan now and then I'll save big in the months and years to come. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 33 points in the fourth quarter helped the Mavericks to a 110-104 come-from-behind victory over Utah. That evens the series at one game each with game three in Utah on Thursday. Two home runs by Jordan Alvarez helped the Astros to an 8-3 win over the Angels. Game two of that series at 7-10 tonight. Baylor baseball started a busy week with a 5-1 win over Lamar. They're back on the diamond at 6-40 tonight against Sam Houston State, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball, meanwhile, is at UTA for a 6 o'clock first pitch. That game can be heard on Cool 101. Denzel Ward has signed a five-year extension with the Cleveland Browns. According to his agent, that deal is worth more than $100 million and makes Ward the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8.52. We are eight minutes away from 9 o'clock here on a Tuesday morning. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And again, coming up tonight, uh, there is baseball and softball. As the uh, Baylor Bears will take on Sam Houston State, we'll have that broadcast at 6.15 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor looking for four straight after taking two over the weekend against Kansas and then winning yesterday over Lamar. They look to move to uh, four straight when they take on Sam Houston this evening, then a couple of off days, and then they head to Austin for a uh, weekend series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You expect them to use the same type of pitching situation tonight, like just throw a bunch of guys out there? No, I don't. I, I think they'll probably get back into their regular rotation. Remember, they had to, they added a fifth game this week, so they had to do it a little differently. And I think a lot of those guys probably were throwing bullpens anyway. So they went ahead and just, you know, you know, we used to call it Johnny Holstaff, where you you, right. you use a little bit of everything <laughs> to, to get through those nine innings, and a lot of times that's what the, you know that's what pitching coaches like. They, they they would rather you know sometimes get those pitchers out there instead of throwing forty or fifty in the bullpen, they go throw forty or fifty under game game reps. Si- yeah. yeah, absolutely game reps. So, uh, and so I think they'll get back on the regular rotation. A lot of it's also going to have to do with uh, their you know Tyler's availability for this weekend. Very true. Uh, you know how do. You, because that will affect how they approach tonight, and it will affect how they approach, obviously, the weekend. And they need him against Texas. You've got to have Tyler. Well, and, and again, you know, if it's a day-to-day deal, which is what Steve Rodriguez said yesterday on the John Morris Show every weekday at 3 o'clock, if it's a, if it's a day-to-day situation, look, he may, be, he may not be ready to go till Sunday. So it, it, there's just because he doesn't throw Friday – doesn't, doesn't mean, mean he wasn't. He won't throw this weekend. Correct. Now it, it may. I mean, if if he's not available, it may. But we'll we'll see. And, and don't forget, softball's coming up tonight as well, right here uh, on uh, on our sister station, Cool One Hundred One Point Three, five forty five for the warm up, and uh, then of course, uh, first pitch will be at six o'clock from Arlington against UTA. And uh, don't forget, Glenn Moore will be on the program today at three o'clock as well. Hey, we got to go. That's uh, that's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow morning at seven a.m. Have yourself a great day.